Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we re-watch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. And I'm Helena. And for this Christmas episode, we watched Love Actually. So, who here watches this film every year? I first watched it, and the only time I've watched it was five years ago. Uh, it annoyed me so much I never wanted to watch it again. Okay, done. Uh, I I hadn't watched it in a couple of years. I had watched it, like, maybe every couple of years or so. So, I loved this film, and I watch it every year at least once. Traditionally, um, I would watch it while decorating the Christmas tree. Oh, so it's just kind of on in the background while you're... Uh... I mean, it's, yeah, it's not I mean, exactly yeah, you one you have to need much mental effort to, <laughs> You don't need mental effort to watch, a, to, to watch Love Actually or decorate a Christmas tree. And no, you exactly. do need a distraction whilst trying to watch this film. No, you do not. <laughs> I, I, I could. This is one of those films where I, I know like each scene. Like I wouldn't say verbatim because it's only once a year that I watch it, but I do know every single scene. It's also two hours long. I forgot yeah. how long it was to start with. Got about ten minutes in, and I was like, "Why does this film like it's going to go on forever?" And then it did. It, <laughs> it, it did. flew by. Like, I don't know. What... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't think it, I don't, it doesn't feel like a long film to me when I'm watching it. No. Like, I, it's such I, a pleasant two hours. I genuinely had to take a break from it. I, I actually watched it in two halves this time purely because um, the football was on and I only had, I had to watch the first hour and then Jim was like, yeah, no. And then I thought, well, I'll, I'll do that rather than try and watch it in the other room on my tiny little laptop screen when it deserves my... 32 inch um just about counts as a tv tv yeah see i watched it i watched the first like 45 minutes Mm -hmm. and then i watched an episode of my family Hmm. of course Um, because because nick from my family who was the best character in my family is okay (laughs) quick quick diversion has my my family held up it did actually surprisingly well yeah Oh, because that is something that I really haven't watched since the like early noughties. Yeah, since like, it was airing. Like, yeah, I, I've never like searched it out. It was like on TV regularly, and then it finished, and then that was it. Never yeah. saw it again. The later seasons actually got kind of pr- quite progressive, considering it ended in yeah. like 2011. Like, it, oh. isn't, it isn't like that old. Yeah, I remember watching the sort of the finale episode when it came out, but I remember nothing about it. I was gonna say, like, I I remember the, the premise yeah. loosely. Yep. Loosely, loosely. And the guy from Love Actually, I've forgotten his name. He's Colin. Not in it. He's not in, no, the actor's name. Yeah. Uh, he's not in my family that much. He leaves after like two seasons. Yeah, he leaves after yeah, like two seasons. Yeah, he's like the seasons. oldest son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like and... the goofy son that goes off to do stuff. The, the best part about that is he left my family because he didn't want to be typecast. Hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> see, the weird thing is, I've always had this memory that in the first Harry Potter film, in the scene where, um, like, they're playing Quidditch and Harry's, like, chasing down the snitch and the Slytherin Seeker is next to him, mm-hmm. I thought it was that same actor. Don't. And I've always is. thought, and it's not. Hmm. But in my head, it all it is, and I don't know why. <laughs> like, but he's, yeah, he's way too old for that. I think. Yeah, that's the. Well, I mean, it was two thousand one that the first movie. Well, came doesn't out. Love actually years. prove that you can be any age and play any age? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. So we've got all. 
we can try and go through all the characters. There's one one set of characters that I forget about every time I watch this, which is Martin Freeman and Stacy from Gavin and Stacy. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're not porn. <laughs> they are they're... body doubles. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. They're just stand-ins for film who happen to be doing a very high-budget porn film. Oh hmm. right, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, they're stand they're stand-ins so that when so that like. Yeah, uh, famous people don't want to do their own nude scenes because you know they're proper actors. Um, and somehow, yeah, the yeah, I I I like I I always find that charming. But yeah, forgettable. Yeah. Oh, but, completely <laughs> irrelevant to the rest of the story. Yeah, was, it's just I a was, funny bit that's in there. Like. I was watching this film trying to work out how much you could cut out, and hmm. it would still make sense. Them entirely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could remove you could remove the guy from my family. He's gone. You only find out that Martin Freeman is friends with Colin's friends. Friend. Shoots the is shooting the yeah, film. The yeah, the, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, there is literally no impact they have on no. the story. None <laughs> of them have honestly. Very few characters have any impact. Well, that's the thing. It's kind of they're intertwined, but they don't affect each other very much. Like they're 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 intertwined. Like they all they're all connected, but they're not. You know, they don't actually have influence over each other's stories particularly Con- no exactly. is a loose term for them. <laughs> i mean the biggest connection is colin firth's first girlfriend cheating while he's at the wedding of kira knightley and the other guy yeah oh and so uh emma thompson is the brother of hugh grant who's the prime yeah. minister emma thompson is the emma brother, Tom- not the sister even she's acting. also <laughs> acting also <laughs> the is she the sister also the sister of liam neeson's dead wife because they know each other somehow, and I can't remember how. And yeah, I don't. They're, they're not brother point. and sister. Again, they. No, are they just friends? I can't remember. But they interact with each other like once in the film near the mm. end, so it doesn't matter. No, there's Rick Grimes, who is just a bit creepy, uh, mm. because he wants to bang Mordo's wife, Kira Knightley. Yeah, who that... is eighteen. <laughs> I, yeah, that that's a bit weird, actually. Whole, that <laughs> whole story arc is fucked yeah and like i think this is gen- why i didn't like it is none of the characters they're all portrayed to be like they're good people at heart they do bad things but they're good people none of them are good people mm. i don't want to be friends with any i don't want to know any of these people they're all they're all terrible yeah, Apart from Col- em- collins Emma like Tom- i don't know Emma a Thompson- pretty one-track mind Emma Thompson and Bill Nye can st- they are irrelevant. Yeah. Emma Thompson's uh there. Mind Freeman and, and the uh, Gavin and Stacey uh, girl. Yeah, I've quite forgotten her name. I can't remember. Uh, Joanna Page. Joanna Page. They are irrelevant to the story as a whole. They do not count as characters. <laughs> <They don't laughs> I mean she anything. loses points for the really cheesy line, All I want for Christmas is you. Yeah, that can go. Um but like everyone else in it, apart from Emma Thompson and Bill Nye, Bill Nye is having the best. Bill Nye he's saves having the he's best having a lot of fun. And actually, I I really like I really like how I I mean it's not particularly progressive I guess now, but the fact yeah. that they have that him and his manager like that's their love story is actually them they are good friends and Bill Nye wants to spend time with him more than anyone else and they actually have a little moment and tear up and cuddle, which yeah. is you know but not very. Rest- to, uh, 2003 manly no but the rest of them are just awful awful people who don't deserve anything they don't deserve love <laughs> as far as i care <laughs> like, none of these people deserve what they what get about emma here. thompson em- actually no emma she has that really yeah. bad bit where she's really unsympathetic 
I mean, but she doesn't get she doesn't get a good ending. No, she doesn't. She continues no. to like live in a state of my husband may or may not be cheating on me. With well, no, uh, he, he the goes woman. away, doesn't he? And then he she yeah. like they, he obviously he goes away for a bit to give her some space, and then comes back at the end. Yeah, but it's never like it, at the end she gives him like a weird look, like she still doesn't trust him. Which yeah. fair, he hasn't given her every any reason no. to. <laughs> because uh, he bought that other woman the necklace. So, I love Alan Rickman, but yeah. fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> how could you do that to Emma Thompson? It's awful. Um, the, that scene where she goes and listens to both sides now is just oh, right? oh I just mm. want to give her a hug and yeah. kick him in the nuts. Yeah, like, like, that's the other if... thing. Like that character, that girl. What what is her name? The one that's literally uh, evil. Like her entire character. The only character. the only other thing I know her from is she's in season two of Spaced, and she's the one that works in for the comic company that um, Simon Pegg's character is in love with first but then realizes he actually wants daisy that's the only thing i know her from so fuck huh. knows <laughs> yeah she's got really Sarah, big eyes yeah and she happens to live next door to natalie, natalie. who's the yeah the woman who the is working with the yeah, prime minister working for yeah. the prime minister and i do like that sort of story arc that one's quite sweet like again yeah. I hate, like I, uh, the pro- I hate the prime minister in this uh, Why do you I, hate Hugh Grant in, as the Prime Minister? I think it's because he turns to a pic, big picture of, uh, I've forgotten her name, the old Tory Maggie? bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like... Maggie Thatcher, for yeah. our foreign listeners who might not yeah. know. So it's like, you know, hard to tell what his stances are because obviously they try and make it vague. But yeah, he was probably a Tory. <laughs> well, I don't know, because this came out during Blair... I think they like, just <laughs> I think they were just I love that old yeah. politics. <laughs> they were just <laughs> trying to keep it vague <laughs> so that you know. Yeah, no, he's 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 not obviously either. Either way. No. Um, my my problem with him as a pro number one, it's an incredibly unrealistic portrayal of a prime minister because people are clapping. <laughs> um and that doesn't happen. No one likes <laughs> the prime minister ever. But then like he will Do people like Blair? Not really. I mean, I've, I've, before the war crimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, maybe. But clapping, like a mm. round of applause, is a bit weird. Haven't um, we demonstrated this year that Brits will clap for fucking anything? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, he's happy to ruin international relations for a personal dig. Which is admittedly the most prime minister thing his character ever. I does. mean, his cabinet did say we need to stand up to them, and then he was like, mm, "No, let's not." And then he does. He did it in the most, in the bad. worst way possible. It's not diplomatic. It's not what you want from your head of state. Well, not head of state, but whatever the prime minister is. And it, it's entirely like for personal reasons. Yeah. Because he, oh yeah, because the kisses president kisses the girl. the girl he fancies. Yeah. Which Tony Blair actually it? did comment on that. I'm not sure if you guys saw. No. Uh, no. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll dig out the, the quote. <laughs> what was it, Reese? Yeah. <laughs> He's only just watched the film. He's only just seen it. But yeah, yeah I, I hate him from from start, like ah, oh, as a prime minister, he's a terrible. He's also just a boring person. I just I really fucking love the scene where he's like dancing through the building to um, "Girls Aloud." That's it because yeah. it with their cover of "Jump." Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I do really like that scene. It's really, it's it's really funny, and yeah. it's it's very like it's one of these films that I've, I think because I enjoyed it a lot as a kid because there's so much physical comedy and silly things. I didn't really understand what Colin was doing, but he was funny, enthusiastic, and enthusiastic about it. Yeah. And then like yeah, the the scenes where they're like naked and it's all kind of naughty is is funny with uh, Martin Freeman. 
yeah, there's lots of physical comedy and like just the obviously the kids plot where he's in love with that girl Joanna. Yeah, Liam yeah. Neeson's uh, Liam Nee Stepson uh, even because yeah. uh, yeah. it's yeah <laughs> Liam Neeson and twenty five year old. Before we move on to that, I'll just read out the quote from Tony Blair. This was actually this came out in oh it's in so Tony he responded in two thousand and five so it just take him a couple of years. <laughs> Admittedly, he um, had to watch the film and that. <laughs> uh, yeah, remember when like. Bush too was like the most incompetent president we could imagine. Yeah, wasn't that nice? Anyway, yeah. um, I know there's a bit of us that would love me to do a Hugh Grant in Love Actually and tell America where to get off. But the difference between a good film and real life is that in real life, there's the next day, the next year, and the next lifetime to contemplate the ruinous consequences of easy applause. Yeah. See, I I didn't think I'd ever agree with Tony, Tony Blair. Blair, but that is kind of why it annoyed me so much. And the fact that he's praised as like the hero of the hour, and yeah, like everyone's talking. I can't imagine anyone in England being like, "Wait, the prime minister?" No, it'd be. Oh, you you don't think people would enjoy the prime minister deciding that cutting connections with a bunch of really nice and powerful places would be a good idea? (laughs) (laughs) But people don't applaud it. People wouldn't applaud it that way. I don't think. And like, it's it's just stupid the amount. And then it's like stupidly announced that. Emma Thompson is is his sister by them like announcing it five times in the same conversation in the in one phone call they yeah. say brother and sister like six times yeah <laughs> but I guess in that way it's trying to be a family I say it's not really it's when I say it's a family film like it's got it's a lot not. of swearing in it what's the what's the rating I imagine like a 15, 15? yeah I think this has got to be or a like 15. a 12a like it's got like full-on nudity and a lot of swearing there's, in it oh it's a 15 yeah yeah, yeah be a 15. Yeah, there's there's no there's no cunt, but there is a lot of fuck, and there is no. They can't legally show that on. <laughs> uh... They'd have to get a body uh, oh, double. The word is used conversationally and is not used aggressively. Yeah, which it's an English film. It's gonna. We uh, on another part on it being a film made in England. None of them sound like they have real English accents. None of uh... them. Which is weird because they're. All English, right? Yeah. But they all sound <laughs> like like, obviously, like Laura Linney and. Um... But they all sound like they're putting on an accent, and I don't know. I don't know whether it just Emily it, em, uh, is her name Emily. Um, know. You know so the, the Cockney girl, the the Hugh Grant's in love with Natalie. Yeah. Natalie. Yeah. She sounds. Where the fuck is my fucking coat? Is a yeah. little bit, <laughs> a little bit British. Yeah, but um, I I just all of them sound kind of fake, and I don't know whether it's just how it's recorded because I think it, a bit of this is ADR. And I don't oh, know if okay. it's just like if you put an English accent in that, ADR. That isn't something like... I really like picked up on at all. I thought uh, it was yeah, the I... accents were fine, but maybe I'm just really used to their voices because <laughs> I've seen this film what at least I... twenty times. I think watching other films this director has made, it's very similar. Yeah. Like it's very clean. His mm. like the audio and everything is very clean. It is. It is actually quite a pretty film as well. I know it's it easy to be pretty in London at Christmas. No, it's a very like it's a very um, well made film. I just don't like any of the characters. I, I want to get that clear. This film is a very good film. I'm yeah. not going to say it's a bad film. Did you have a good time watching it? No, because oh, okay. I don't because I don't like none of the characters are redeemable for me apart from like two of them. Um, so the who's, rest who's, who's redeemable? Who's redeemable? Then I want to go Knight through the top and Emma Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Great. That's it. Who, who's your two... top most hated characters in this? Oh, um, the fucker that held the signs outside the door. Yeah, like Rick, the... Rick Grimes are... doing that is awful. Yeah, it's because... like, yeah, he has no reason to be in love with Keira Knightley. He just thinks she's hot. Yeah, and not even that. Like that, 
he hasn't talked to her. He talked no. to her like once, and it, in that conversation, they're like, "I we've never even looked at each other before." And he's spent the whole of a wedding filming her. How is she not like that? creepy she's just got married i'm sorry she's well, just got married to like, his best friend yeah best friends girl well fiance girlfriend then wife not in that order i got that wrong um <laughs> weird kind of he's in, love with, he's in love with her for and i assume for a long time and never managed to get over her despite it's obviously the... watching had never talked to her before. No, it's not that he hadn't talked to her before. It was that he'd always been really standoffish with her because, and you find out, and he says so, it was like a defense mechanism because he didn't want to, he couldn't bear being close and chummy chummy with her because it, you know, it hurt him too much. Yeah, so instead of doing that, he decided to convince her to leave her husband and his best friend. No, he doesn't do that. <laughs> yes, he does. She doesn't actually <laughs> leave him, though. No, no, God, no. So, like, he, he says, like, I just want you to know that I, you know, I do love you and that you're perfect, but, you know, I'm going to move on now. And yeah, that's what he does. Does that not... No, he doesn't. He doesn't move on. We just see that end bit there. But yeah, that's but emotional... he says enough, enough that's... now in the most. Actually, yeah, that bit does sound idiotic. It's, emo... it's also emotional manipulation. It's awful. <laughs> if someone did that in real life, I wouldn't be going... Oh, yeah, no, this film is chock block full of if you did this thing in real life, you'd be fucking weird. Yeah, yeah definitely. But, but not even fucking weird. I'd be like, that person like, is slash arrested. probably abusive. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, sure that. that um... Probably not okay to be around. Yeah, like that That wedding video starts off quite pretty, but then when it's just close ups of her face, right? it is just weird. And it's like, Again, is, he, is he wanking to it? Like, why is he. And it's edited as well. Which well, he's he he an like, artist, so that kind of but makes that, sense. But he's like, I don't have it. I don't, I don't have it filmed. He's edited and put it together, uh, yeah. which I, I know for the film like just makes that scene easier rather than having like loads of different clips. But it does imply that he sat down, no, edited but... this video. No, yeah, well, of no, course he did, but, but it's like, what it did edited? you do it for? Was it yeah. edited or was it just because it was a VHS tape recorder that he had? No, that was he absolutely just uh, turned it like only filmed her and was like turning it off when he wasn't filming anything else mm, no that's not what it looks like no, it, it doesn't that. look edited <laughs> but he's also it. he's an artist he runs a gallery like if anyone in the film is likely to be able to edit no no videos. my problem isn't that he can edit my problem is that he did yeah, yeah no <laughs> with, it's creepy with no it's creepy. intention of giving it away yeah, no, it's for his own personal use, which yeah. I think is the creepy bit, isn't it? Yeah, and that's what makes the ending creepy because it's like he's—I don't believe—he's obsessed him. with her. Like he's—he's yeah. he's sort of, yeah, and it's unhealthy. Even it's... if he does eventually acknowledge that he needs to get over her at the end, but it feels like the whole—it like, whole... oh, feels like emotional manipulation, and it just. Yeah, I it's... don't like it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure what his. He says like there's no agenda, but if there's no agenda, don't fucking do it you weirdo <laughs> yeah, exactly. so there is some sort of agenda but with yeah. the agenda to like make her realize that he does love her he's acknowledging it that's why he's been acting this way he's going to change how he acts and hopefully then they'll be able to have like a normal friendship yeah i didn't get that vibe i yeah. got the opposite vibe um, and she does run up and give him a, a big smooch on the lips right which i was like i wouldn't be okay with my fiance doing that mm -hmm. she's his get... wife at that point well, wife, <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 and also like what what makes that scene worse is the best friend and the husband never finds out. Yeah, that he's put on like he's a always fake... like just be nice to her, and it's like. But yeah. during that card scene, he's got fake music playing, yeah. fake carol singers playing, and when she opens the door, he's like, "Shh, don't tell him I'm here." Like that's alarm bells. Yeah, that's red flags because it implies that he's going to say, "Don't tell, don't tell him about anything." 
and he yeah, kind of deserves some, to know. <laughs> sometime after this, he's going to find out. That's all going to go down the shitter. <laughs> like, right? I want yeah. to see a sequel where all the, everything goes, all of them are divorced. Hmm. Oh god, that would be so depressing. Which is love, maybe not. Um, <laughs> love, actually, no. Yeah, I think that's my core problem, is this is set up so it feels like they're all going to get divorced. <laughs> so Emma Thompson is actually the first domino falling. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. But again, it's a very nice one. Thomas Brady Sanger looks fucking... Isn't he just darling? He looks like that still. I know, it's crazy, isn't <laughs> it's he? This guy has not aged. <laughs> yeah. That's... He's 13 and is playing a 10-year-old, which is fine. Yeah. But, but he could the fact still... that there's five years between him and Emma um, Kira Knightley in this film is just wild. Yeah. Um, the end it, the ending for him is weird. Again, he did nothing wrong. Dan did. He did nothing wrong. It's very weird that he... And, and they also acknowledge that this is set post... 9-11 they bring up the two towers and I'm like I guess it's near enough obviously it's you kind of have to mention it, it. You, you do acknowledge it especially if you've got like a, a Heathrow airport scene yeah um, but it's then where a kid they have a big plot through. hinging on him storming <laughs> running, through, yeah. running through it and not getting you know shot yeah like they, I... that's one of the few places they do have guns and are quite you know yeah and it, it's Thomas Brady Sanger. He could be 25 there. Yeah. You know, no. He's a child. He might not be. He could he, just be a very short terrorist. I feel like they added that opening. The, ad, the mentioning of, of 9-11 feels... It's so sparse throughout the film. It feels like everything was filmed before 9-11 happened. And then they were like, uh... we kind of... Well, it was written before 9-11 happened. Oh, okay. And then it was like, we have to, we have to mention it. Yeah. Because it has no bearing. Yeah, it really, it really doesn't affect the plot at all. But it's weird. It, it like I guess at the time it maybe makes more sense that they acknowledge it. But now, like that hasn't aged well because it's like obviously not over it. I don't think it's something that you can get over. Like the no. sheer enormity of it. When I think of like the attacks that we've had in the UK, it's no, like, still it, nothing compared to what they went through. How a lot was done. Yeah, and I think if they didn't have the bit at Heathrow, I don't think they would have mentioned it. Because, yeah, it, it's really, it would have made that scene feel really jarring yeah. if you yeah. watched it without that. But having it in, it made the beginning feel weird because it is right at the beginning. Yeah, it's one yeah. of the first sentences in the movie from the voiceover man. <laughs> it's Hugh Grant. Oh, it is Hugh Grant, yeah. Another thing to do with Heathrow Airport that I find incredibly unrealistic in this movie is that so many people just get flights around Christmas and with no issue. Yeah, <laughs> like, no <problem. laughs> I know it's for plot, but it's like, surely there'd be yeah, queues. Yeah, have no problem. Like, at least queues. There's no way Colin Firth is going to be able to hop on a plane, like, on, what, Christmas Eve or the day before and yeah. be able to get to Spain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. The, the word actually no. Another character that isn't inherently an awful, terrible human being is the guy from my family. I see. He all he wants to do is have sex. Yeah, like yeah. that's not a bad thing to do. He gets very lucky in America. <laughs> he gets very lucky. Wait, do you think Colin Firth's character is a bad character as well, or no? Um, I prefer his. No, but he has no impact. That's the other side of it. They either are well, terrible. This, this or story isn't about them. impact. It isn't about this all leading towards this grand finale where they all get into like involved in each other's lives. It leads to them all being in love. Yeah, I just don't. I don't, I don't like that. I, but I don't like that it's two hours long. <laughs> My again, if I can cut things out, I will. <laughs> yeah, so you could have cut out. He's one that you really could have cut out. Yeah. You could have cut out uh, the other. He's not really particularly intertwined. 
Nope. The guy that went um, to America, you can get rid of him. I feel I feel like you could like without refilming anything, you could cut him out. Yeah. Yeah, you could definitely do a love actually light. Yeah. <laughs> um, for like an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> I might do. Um but I really I like Colin there as the light relief. Not that you need much because this film isn't isn't particularly heavy, <laughs> but you do have the funeral scene, like I tear up at that scene every time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, just... And then it does I think the next scene is Colin, isn't it? I yeah. think so. I can't remember the exact order that everything goes in. I I do also like uh, the like kids uh, Christmas nativity play at the end where they've got that many kids. They have to add the extra random things. So there's the Christmas lobster and the octopus, hmm. <laughs> just yeah, all the other random yeah. shit. Like... I'm a, I'm lobster. I'm a lobster. First lobster. <laughs> yeah. So what what guys have, what nativity stuff have you guys done? I was babushka once in babushka. I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but it was. The highlight of yeah. my career. Yeah, in a Christmas Christmas nativity, I was a shepherd when I was like a, a little kid. I think I had a tea towel wrapped around my head. Yeah, um, and I just saw my mum in the crowd and started crying. So <laughs> <laughs> bless. <laughs> that's that's about yeah. the extent of it for me, though. Yeah, no, I went to a very Christian school, so it was just very standard nativity. It was no, <laughs> I, no, nothing interesting happened. No T Rex like, then. No, no <laughs> I did quite enjoy the um the little preview that they arrange that they do where um it, Emma Thompson and her kids uh perform and she she's reading aloud and they've just got a stand in Barney the dinosaur, yeah. <laughs> um rocking in a little I think it oh, was think... a magazine stand or something. I feel so sorry for Emma Thompson in this film. Yeah. She doesn't deserve any of it. And like Alan Rickman's such a dick. He's a great. Well, that's art. the thing. I don't quite get. Like he's. Obviously, he appreciates the attention from this girl, but what does she want? Like, does she, is she attracted to him? Is it money? Like, is she, does she want him to be a sugar daddy? Like, she doesn't, as much as she makes her intentions clear in that, you know, she's DTF, she doesn't make her other intentions clear. Like, in this film, and actually in most films he's in, Alan Rickman, not hot. No. I know he's rich and powerful in this film because he's obviously, like, the boss of this big company that, like, half the crew work for. Um, but I don't, I don't know why... She's no. after him. Also reminds me of another character who we've forgotten about that could not be in it, which is the woman that works for his company who's in love with the other guy that works there, but Carl. she's got a really ill... Is it her brother or is it yeah, her... Yeah, it's her brother. Yeah. yeah. So she can't... So she obviously has to put him he as a priority. He calls her a lot because yeah. he's, he's not very well. He's obviously yeah. got quite yeah. a lot of mental illness, disability. Again, he's, in a, he's in a care home. Yeah. yeah, we'll cut that out because it's really heartbreaking. Like yeah. the, that sex scene uh, where they finally get together and like her brother calls and then like asks her to come over and she does. And it's like, yeah, that guilt of you've got to be there for yeah. your brother. But at the same time, man, like, yeah, he doesn't make it easy either. And he's got no, he's obviously no. in a worse position than she is. But individually, these are very, very good. Apart from the ones that are like, go nowhere. Yeah. Very good short films. Yeah, I just I just don't like how they've been put together. Okay. Uh, and the the message of some of them is like, oh, people go through hard times, but love is still love. I mean, in some of those instances, that's it's not okay how they end. Like you shouldn't. No, I don't think you should teach a kid that you should throw everything for away for love. I don't think you should teach a kid that when they're ten. Um, I think it's a weird thing to sort of. I think it is. It is weird, but at the same time, like he's so the the real love story is not love story but the real love there is actually the bonding that he does with his stepdad after the death of his mum yeah that's fine 
like that that could have been done a different way I think yeah no I, i'm, I'm not on board with children there. running like obsessing over a girl and running through heathrow airport yeah that's weird and it it felt like they wanted that ending because that's like typical rom-com yeah, it's almost just parody isn't it yeah and and it felt weird that they gave it to a kid when there are other characters they could have given it to yeah but they'd have been shot they would have probably <laughs> shot, yeah. or at least tasered yeah or arrested at minimum yeah yeah the fact that they just sort of give him back yeah um and they're like we don't want to talk to the dad. <laughs> like, surely you'd be like escorted out of the and like maybe given a, a ban long conversation with the dad about that's not okay to let your child do that yeah but that would have changed the pacing quite a lot. <laughs> just a, a just another ending. hour. <laughs> I'm okay with them. But it is like, but you said you don't like that. You don't understand the girl that is in love with Alan Rickman. You don't understand her motives. I'm very glad they didn't put them in. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Another scene. Oh, but yeah. No, I suppose. But it, maybe maybe it was cut. Maybe it, maybe her bits were edited out because it is obviously a, a hench I film. I can't believe anything was edited out of this film. <laughs> Love actually director's cut. <laughs> no. You know they did a revisit. What do you mean? They made it again. They did a Love Res no- Red Nose Day actually. Oh, oh yeah, no, I know they did that. I can't remember how Red Nose Day works, but then they just sort of have a show and then they do clips or something. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. They do specials from like yeah. Doctor Who and everything. Which feels like Red Nose Day as a thing is less common in not recent years. Not as big as it used to be. Yeah, it's yeah. still also on, but... not big as it used to be. Christmas number one. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> that was it. no one cares thinking. now. The last time no? anyone cared was when Rage Against the Machine got to number one because fuck yeah. X Factor. Yeah, everyone was just fed up with it. It was always, always X Factor, which they yeah. do obviously sort of yeah. mention like these, the, the was it Blue? Who Blue, were, they yeah. were a legit, were they a legit boy band? Yeah, they were yeah. Yeah, a real boy band, yeah. Uh, with I do that love... little bit with Ant and Deck, of course, because it's a British film. So it's got what do you mean Ant or Deck? That was the best yeah, line that in the line, entire That film. throwaway line yeah. was so good. Okay, Ant or Deck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that whole film's worth it. Now that makes up for. And then quite just a lot the uh, the the bit after where he's just like, you know, don't don't buy, buy drugs, kids. Become a rock star. They'll give them to you for free. And they're like, no, nope, we're cutting. Bye. Yeah. Time for a commercial break. Yeah. I'm a fan. I, yeah, like, no, Bill, Bill Nye really... has so much fun making this film. Yeah, he's yeah. just having the best fucking time. Yeah, the I did enjoy the the little radio show clip that he does great i love the setup for that where the guy was like oh how the mighty have fallen like this pile of shit record and like the other guy in the other booth <laughs> in the studio is like no no it's like he's on next <laughs> yeah. oh it's great his, his entire there is nothing wrong with his art. and i love that There's they yeah he's he knows that his it's a din- disingenuous cash grab of a record what yeah. do you call it a festering turd of a record yeah <laughs> um, he's just like we just don't want it to be another stupid pop song yeah which is sort of what happened with rage, rage against the machine except it wasn't a shitty comeback it was just was it killing in the name of yeah 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 and like on top of christmas number ones aren't really a thing anymore christmas films aren't really people don't make more christmas films now and they're not as like big cinema breaking christmas films. oh there was that elfy one that came out last year i mean if you can't name it Oh, well, I didn't watch it. It had, like, <laughs> girl in it, you know, with the face. Oh, um, yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah, Emma Thompson. <laughs> uh, one of the... Not an Olsen, but someone who looks a bit like that. Oh, that's going to bug me now. There was the one with the most obvious plot that came out with uh, Daenerys from Game of Thrones in called Last that's Christmas. That's the one I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. is it? 
Is she yeah. an elf? I don't know. I've not seen it. I know what happens though. She works as an elf in a as like a like well no she she works in a shop and has to dress up yeah. as an elf at Christmas. The whole plot of that is so she has a heart transplant so she gets given a new heart and then she starts falling in love with a guy who if you you know think of the Wham song uh, he's a ghost. Yeah. Again, is it weird? Didn't yeah, sell well. It didn't because it's really fucking obvious what's going to happen in it. Um, she has another heart attack, rejects her transplant, and dies. Yeah. <laughs> no, they get a third transplant. Uh, <laughs> it's also a ghost. This one, yeah. by the way, goblin. Um, I mean, like they make a lot of Christmas films, but none of them feel like they have the impact that they used to. Yeah, no. and it, it um, was there. Are, there's so many like sh- like straight to TV Hallmark Christmas yeah, movies. I'm like wild. They're they're my favorite kinds because they're just batshit. They're an hour long and they're just insane because the woman falls in love with a man who turns out to be Santa. Yeah. Uh, which sounds like a joke. That's one of them. <laughs> I did enjoy the one I think, I can't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast or if I was just chatting to you guys at the time, but the one that was like literally like kittens have to take over from Santa because he goes into some sort of um, Santa allergy. Paws. <laughs> Santa pause, yeah. That he has to go right. into, he goes into some, some sort of coma yeah. because he's allergic to cats and they have to deliver the rest of the presents. Great. I really liked. I, I really um, hope it's the cat. Well, it's all live action dog. with with actual kittens. I really and hope you it's can, the cat. You can see the red dog. lasers where they're getting the cats to like go from <laughs> one side of the scene to the other. Great. I had no problem with yeah. that. I really liked Arthur Christmas, the animated one that came out a while ago with oh, James McAvoy. Good. That one's really, that one was good. I liked that yeah. one. Yeah, I like like the Santa Claus. Yeah. I, I bet you. Like um, I bet you love Elf. Mikey, elf. that seems like a real film <laughs> yeah. that you'd love. So much. Elf's elf, fucking so great. I hate, I hate Elf too. Do you actually? Yeah. Okay, I'm picking no, Elf it's next one of the, year. It's one of the actors, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Actors with a capital. Yeah. Mikey hates me. Yeah. The Santa uh, Claus is great, though. Like, you know. Great. I like those weird ones that just kind of happened. And... Mm. Yeah. There was like there was a lot of, like, takeover one. Well, I guess Arthur Christmas is that, isn't he? He's like an apprentice or their Become son or something. Santa. Yeah. Santa um, Hurt becomes Santa is the best. Or Santa retiring, got to step up to the plate, kind of. Uh, there's a lot, but like current Christmas films that come out, they're all very like, oh, my family don't know that I'm married. Oh, I'm going to go see my family over Christmas, and it's going to be awkward. And we kind of hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> last... my best arc is like, and yeah. we actually kind of hate each other. The last takeover for Santa one I can think of is the Netflix one that came out a couple of years ago with Kurt Russell as Santa. That one was pretty good. They got a sequel. I didn't watch the sequel, though. There's um, Klaus from 2019. That one I highly recommend. That was a very, like, really nice animated Christmas movie. I might watch that again, actually, this year. But, yeah, in general, they don't make Christmas films. They don't make Christmas films like they used to. Uh, They don't. Oh, no, there's one coming out now that's just come out called A Boy Called Christmas. That's a shit name. (laughs) They make make them, but they don't don't have the same impact. Yeah. There's no, like... I think it was straight to Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Same with, with, like, Christmas Christmas songs as well, where it's, like, you don't get the big Christmas hits. No, you get the same three. Someone tries, every year someone tries to make a Christmas song, and it's like, no, it'll be Mariah Carey or Wham! again. I mean, so out of ten, how how many different stories interwoven? Actually, no, I have a more particular question. Mikey, out of ten, how much did the Rowan Atkinson scene annoy you? I genuinely like. I had to take a break. Um, again, any I don't understand why any other actor could have done that scene and it would have been funny. Uh, but I both it was scenes, great. Both scenes he was in, I couldn't watch. <laughs> Just the, oh, like, I, thought it, I, I saw it and I did think of you. 
Thinking, it's oh, I just, bet Mikey's having a, a great time. It's, it's a, a great plot device, way. too. Like, in terms of, because it's something you can yeah. imagine happening of just a ridiculously long gift wrapping process. Was, but obviously, it yeah. Been, it was funny. I can see why it's funny. And any other actor, I would have been like, most other actors, I would have been like, sure. This is a great scene. It could have just also been Alan Rickman. (laughs) But also, how ballsy of Alan Rickman in such a dickish way to go and buy a a Christmas present for for his, I get what, affair? Yeah. Uh, Mistress? Yeah. Like with his wife literally just popping around the corner to go and buy Christmas presents. Also, how lazy of him. Like, I really hate that dynamic of like the wife organizing all the Christmas presents. It really pisses me off i know that it's like it's a bad relationship it's not supposed to be like a good example of a a family but she is sort of supposed to be a good example of a mum and a wife and the fact that she does everything yeah and it's like oh i'll do the duty round i'll do the i'll go and do the christmas presents or which christmas present should we give our friend's daughter who he probably doesn't even know it's all her i know i guess she's a stay-at-home mum yeah um but still, he could be a little bit more involved. When they're yeah. out shopping together, it's the fact that she just ditches him to go and do it. Not so that he can go and buy her a present. No. Because but just because really, she doesn't really want to drag him around because he's probably not. Awful at it. Yeah. And also, like, he bought this thing that he knew he had to keep secret from his wife and couldn't be asked to wrap it himself. He, he leaves like, it no, in I his pocket. And the fact that he buys, a D- the, buys the CD that's the same. Oh, it's just... And he's oh. proud of himself for getting her that fucking CD. Yeah, right. Which right. she probably already has. Angry. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not a CD. It's not like he got her like Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Joni Mitchell's like still writing and still making, and it's like her new album. That it's and yeah. there's no like story attached to, to the album. If it was like, oh, he bought her an album, and that's the twist. But it's like a really important album to their life, and it means no. Quite it's a just lot. that she likes Joni Mitchell. She mentions it earlier. He yeah. gets her a Joni Mitchell CD. Yeah, if it was like, oh, it, this is the song to our first dance is this song, or like we listened to this a lot. There's no story attached yeah. to and it. And there's a better way of like, okay, a signed, like a signed Joni Mitchell album or a signed Joni Mitchell poster might be, have more meaning. But the CD that she probably already owns. Yeah, because yeah. he's that disconnected from the relationship at that point. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Which is sad. Good. And it's weird that he thinks that's effort. And he's also, the reason he's put that effort in is because he feels guilty about yeah. obviously yeah he's shagging. not he's not getting i mean her what do you guys scarf? think do you think he sleeps with her probably do you think he, yeah it's implied probably it's never yeah. like spelled out but yeah i'm glad i'm glad it isn't if yeah. i'm honest <laughs> yeah i you know there's, it, there's enough with uh martin freeman and the other woman <laughs> in it. i don't really want to see alan rickman's naked body on screen <laughs> <laughs> just so I, I would give this um it's got to be nine Wow. Uh, extra lobsters present at the birth of Jesus <laughs> out of ten. Full papier mache. It's got its flaws. It's got its annoying bits. But I will watch this every year, every every mm. year. And it was a joy to watch it this year and actually sort of try and analyse it. Um, even if that you know, obviously brought up some glaring holes in it. But I love this film, and I I lo- it makes it sort of it feels like the start of Christmas for me. Yeah, mm. I get what you mean. It's like yeah, you have those traditions that you watch every year, and it's. It's nice to have. <laughs> like... Is it sad that I normally watch it alone? No, I think oh. a lot. Of I think it's watch. a lot of people don't want to watch it with me. Yeah, no, how... a lot of people don't want to watch Christmas movies. <laughs> no, the most important question is how much chocolate do you eat while you're watching it? <laughs> this is definitely very good. This is but... a whole Cadbury's milk tray movie. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Turkish delight. I yeah. mean, you've got time. <laughs> you're not right. Yeah, it count as binge eating if you if you, if it takes yeah. you two hours. <laughs> Yeah, that's a normal pace. I, I feel like I should 
just because it's nice to have a sandwich of good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, four, uh, four completely unneeded storylines that don't, don't contribute anything. <laughs> um, but the length, I I have no nostalgia for this film. Surprisingly, I understand that it's a good film. I understand that it's put together quite well. I understand all that stuff. I just hate so so many of the characters are bad people, yeah. and the film makes it out that they're not and i don't like that i don't like that the message for a lot of these people who are quite bad people is it's fine because it's christmas and it's actually love no <laughs> no that these things aren't okay and yeah don't make creepy videos of your best friend's wife and then don't go around to her house tell her not to tell him anything and say that you're you're actually in love with her but you're not going to do anything anyway that's fine for, <laughs> that's for, because i just I, I don't get on with this film I didn't get on with it when I first watched it. Don't get on with it now. Right. I don't hate Christmas, by the way. <laughs> bah, <laughs> no humbug. I actually I like Christmas. I want Christmas to be good every year. It's not my fault that it's a bit shit. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think I'd have to give this uh, an eight, like eight That's tentacles cool. on the paper mache octopus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah, I just I do really enjoy it. Like, yes, there's like issues. It's not like it's just easy to watch i find like it's just a one to have on where you just like yeah it's just it's a nice yeah. film and you don't you don't like end the film fucking crying your eyes out because it's really sad either which yeah. is nice oh. <laughs> <laughs> i cry at the end well yeah but it's like more of a happy <laughs> cry a happy than a cry. than a so like this is really sad kind of thing i, I was so happy it was over <laughs> that's why you cried you were crying in joy like it's finished <laughs> <laughs> I like that you say it's so easy to watch. Yeah, it's so easy to watch whilst you're watching an episode of a different show. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it sort of it can perform the same function as the. Uh, remember the Netflix um, film of a fireplace? Yeah, the fireplace. The best <laughs> thing Netflix has ever put out. Well, with that, I have been Dan. I have been Michael. And I've been Helena. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Hilton Pod. That's at H I L T M Pod. Uh, we're on Discord as well. All the links should be in the show notes. Yeah, oh, I forgot to mention there's a Dido song in this film. That there ages is a Dido it. song. No, the oh. songs are pretty good. I will say the songs are pretty good. There is a good soundtrack. It won an Oscar for music. Good as it should. Because yeah. did it win an Oscar for anything else? No. Good as it should. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! No, actually, uh, ten wins. For fuck's sake! Um, <laughs> no, no, sorry. It, it, no, it, it it won ten ten wins, but not Baftas. It oh. only won. I don't know how to feel. Is Baft? Wait, no, Baftas different. To... Different, completely yeah. different to an Academy There's Award. Baftas, Oscars, the other ones. It's the Baftas, Oscars, Grammys. Emmys and Tonys are like the yeah. big ones, which is how you get an EGOT is when you get yeah. all of them. Which one of the best ones, people that have an EGOT is uh woman with no eyebrows. What's her name? Uh Dreadlocks. I can't remember her name. Oh my god, it just went as soon as I decided to say that. Uh Whoopi Goldberg? Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> she got an EGOT. She got an Emmy yeah. Grammy. Uh, well, I mean she's been in she's she's been a busy girl. She's done a lot of things. That was quite early as well. It wasn't like recently that she got it. Sister Act got her quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, what I about... might just be totally wrong. I don't think it got Doesn't any. Oscar. We have our ending. We have our ending. Yeah, what about Sister <laughs> Act 2 back in the habit? <laughs> Great film. I love Sister Act. <laughs> when are we going to end this episode? I've stopped don't recording. at me. I've I got it wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> we have a good out on me going <laughs> as it should.
Feel it in my fingers. <laughs> I can feel it in my toes. Yep. Feel it in my toes. Yeah.